0: Welcome to All or Nothing in Real Estate, an exclusive real estate platform created to take your real estate career to the next level. My name is Matt Smith and I run the number 15 real estate team in the nation. For years, I've had mentors and colleagues pour into me and now it's my turn to give back. This is not your typical real estate podcast. I work in the trenches every single day and I'm offering you real advice, no bullshit, no fluff, no theories. These are proven processes that will take you to the next level no matter where you are in your business. My team was also featured as an Inc 5000 fastest growing company in the nation and I'm also a real estate coach through Cheplac Select Coaching as just another way for me to give back. So I have just one question. Are you ready to give it your all or nothing? (laughs) welcome back to all or nothing in real estate guys we have a good one for you today a lot of the mindset stuff that you've already listened to that you've been learning and consuming from our content came from what we will go over in this show today we're going to go extremely in depth on life-changing lessons that have forever changed my life and so many other people that i know Um, so stay tuned this is going to be solid gold there's so much good information here and you guys aren't going to want to miss this. I promise. You'll probably. You should probably listen to this twice um, at a minimum because there's so many nuggets you're going to take from this. If you truly want to transform and change your life, this podcast will help break down on different things that have helped me and helped a couple of special guests that we have on the show today. So let me first introduce Colin. We've got Colin here as always. Colin, say hi. Hey guys. Colin is uh is our videographer and our. Producer, I guess we would call him. Yeah. yeah, cool. So we've got Colin here, and then we've got an extremely special guest who I surprised by asking her to be on the show. We've got Julie remarked. Julie, say hi.
1: Hi, guys.
0: So I asked Julie to be here because she has completed seventy five hard once and inspired some of her friends to do it with her. and She's in the middle of it right now, a second time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so um, let me let me just dive right in. So I'm going to start with a surprise question for Julie. Oh no. <laughs> so, out of out of all the guests we could have had on this podcast, are you as surprised that it's you as I am? A little. We're probably surprised for different reasons, but here's why I'm surprised. I remember, and you didn't come out and directly say it, but you and I have a, a good relationship uh-huh. and we like make fun of each other yes. in a friendly way all the time and all that. And so one of the things that um, you you had said to me, a version of, well, why are you doing that? 75 hard. That, does, that sounds miserable. Why would you do that? When I first did it the first time, I remember us having different conversations because we we're friends. We hang out all the time, all that stuff. And of course, when I'm on 75 hard, there's less time to hang out. I can't drink. I can't, you know, and so. I do
1: remember our, our outings yes. with uh, Amanda and Josh yep. kind of became limited.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I remember a version of you saying, well, I'd never do that. I no, I couldn't do that. And here we are today. You're in the middle of it for your second time and you absolutely crushed it the first time. And so um, talk a little bit about that. What what in your mindset changed to be from a, mm. well, that's either, maybe maybe not that stupid, but that's that doesn't sound fun. And oh, I'll never do that too. I'm not only going to do it once, I'm going to do it twice.
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of that came from a little bit of maybe jealousy, kind of something like Kind of that bitch voice that we always talk about, kind of just saying, oh, I'm just gonna tell myself um, that's horrible. I'm not gonna, I don't need to do that. I can do it on my own. I don't have to go that extreme. Kind of like, but in the back of my head, I knew, hmm, maybe I should do this. (laughs) But (laughs) I didn't wanna do it. Yeah. Because, so I would just kind of, I mean, that's what people do, right? When when somebody's saying something they're kind of envious of, um, kind of just to make themselves feel better, they say, oh, I don't wanna do that. That's horrible. That sounds miserable. Yeah. So, I, I think that's where that came from. And then it, it took a long time for me to. I mean, I think you had already done it at least once, if not twice, before I started it the first time. Yeah. So it just kind of becomes like, okay, maybe it's not that stupid. <laughs> maybe I should try this. I saw your results, and, and then I was just like, all right, me yeah. just do it.
0: Yeah. And add clarity to that, it wasn't like Julie was like making fun of the program or any of that. It was just, she was just at the mindset of, oh, I, I, Either I can't or I'm, I won't. I don't want yeah. to type of doing that. And I think if you can – let's start with a lesson. I think the lesson that Julie's saying here is that, number one, don't ever never say never. Yeah. Right? And if you are saying – if it's something that you know is, is good for you and it's something that you're like, oh, I, I can't do that or I won't do that – you're giving yourself excuses for why you can't. And now Julie has done it once, she's in the middle of it the second time, and absolutely crushed the program um, and realizes the benefits that she has now motivated other people to do it as well. Um, and so let's uh, break, uh, Go uh,
2: Just a, a quick note on that. Yeah, I think it's so important because what we're gonna talk about with this program, it is intense and sounds borderline crazy uh, when you uh, realize how intense this program is. So having this uh, perspective of someone who Looked at it originally was like, I'm not going to do that. I was the same way of that's ridiculous. Why would you put yourself through so much of that? And that's what we're going to break down on kind of because the vast majority of people are going to hear it are going to go, well, I would never do this. And you're going to tell yourself excuses like you were saying with your internal voice of I don't um, I don't want to do this. Um, listen to that. Why don't you want to do this? And we're going to explain some of the benefits of going through it. Thousand percent. And so,
0: guys, we're going to we're going to go deep in this. And this. So, first and foremost, seventy-five hard is not a physical challenge. It is not. It is a mental toughness challenge. Will you get physical results? Absolutely. But that is not the intent of the program. Um, so let's break down. Let's break down what mm-hmm. seventy-five hard is. Um, so again, what it is not. It is not a fitness program. It is designed to get you mentally tough because as you know, if you follow this page, is I believe everything in life starts with mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to work on my mind. And a byproduct of me working on my mind was that I re- I've realized by going through this journey, if I take care of my body, my mind gets taken care of as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's 75 hard is a
2: mental toughness
0: program. I think we can all agree that we all benefit in life if we're more mentally tough.
2: 100% and not just your body uh, like physical results will come from this many different areas of your life and physical is just one that you can see yeah thousand percent
0: so Julie why don't you break down um, what what 75 75 hard is what are the requirements
1: okay so you'll do two 45 minute workouts that's 45 minutes that's not 44 minutes 45 minutes one has to be outside it's really funny because I've seen people talk about different programs they're like, well, what if it's raining outside? What if it's cold outside? I'm like, then you get wet (laughs) and you get cold. (laughs) Bring a jacket. Um, So that's really important. The outside one um, is really, really important. So let me
0: break that down. It's important to note that, um, so Andy Fursella, who's one of my mentors that created this program, I've listened to him talk about this program over and over and over again. And those people that say, well, what do you do when it's raining? what do you do when it's cold outside or what you know, well it's windy it's not 75 degrees <laughs> and sunny i can't go outside and work yeah, out like that's right the point. that's the point that's why he made it an outside workout because there's things in, that happen in your again it's mental toughness there's things that happen in your life that are out of your control mm-hmm. and how do you handle that adversity mm-hmm. if it's freezing outside if it's snowing it's sleeting it's raining do you does your bitch voice take over and say oh i can't go outside and do a workout or do you persevere and push through
2: is your first response well I can't do it because this, this, and this, or instead I will do it. And this is how I'm going to overcome whatever this weather is at this point. I think 100%. it
1: gets you out of your comfort zone too. hundred percent. Cause I'm not an outdoor kind of workout person. So this really pushed me into doing different things, hiking yeah. and, and kind of pushed me outside of just my working out inside and doing mm-hmm. my weights and everything. So I, I like that about it. Cool um follow a diet i really like this one because he doesn't tell you what diet to follow it's different for everybody it's based on your goals what do you want to accomplish and then put your diet um in there um so i like that one yeah
0: so this this program is scalable yeah if you can't run walk Mm -hmm. if you can't walk crawl Mm -hmm. if you can't crawl If you're in a wheelchair, wheel. Like it's literally, like I don't mean that demeaning, like literally, I mean people make so many excuses in life. Well, I can't do this, I can't do that. This program is scalable no matter where you are in your fitness, no matter where you are in your life, no matter what your 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 struggles may be, it is scalable to everybody. Everybody can do this program and can benefit from it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um no alcohol. Yep. I'll be honest. That was probably one of the ones that kind of kept me from doing 75 hard for mm-hmm. so long. Same. Uh, I was like, no, I'm not drink. What if I'm out with my friends? Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: But again, the mental toughness. Yeah. If, and I've been I've been at get-togethers. Uh-huh. Um, Where you were on seventy five hard and I wasn't, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm enjoying an alcoholic beverage, and you're sitting there just being good and not doing that, (laughs) and I'm like that, like respect Mm -hmm. because it's I've been there, I've been you happened there,
1: you were in the summer,
0: yeah, and it's it's um, drinking your water, yeah, and it's one of those things that it's. Again, it's mental toughness Right. is what am I willing to do to accomplish my long term goals?
2: If you so, have peer pressure, how do you respond to that? Do you just give into it and say, well, oh, everyone else is drinking. It's OK if I do a quick bit or you go, no, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say no purely um, to be able to to become uh, mentally tougher.
0: Yeah. And dude, that's a great perspective because that never popped in my mind till you said it is big. Be- I don't feel I have peer pressure in my life anymore. That used to be a thing but mm-hmm. I, when you said that I'm like peer pressure like my <laughs> what's, first what's reaction <laughs> was like what's that but it's and then but processing that very quickly is I don't feel that because I'm in control because I'm mentally tough because of this program right like I don't I don't feel the pressure from like the second time I did 75 hard and I'm on phase 3 right now <clears throat> um and the alcohol is now the easiest part hmm. because I don't there is no pressure externally for me to drink alcohol mhm it's my own internal of, well, I chose not to. Mm-hmm. The first time when I went through it, it was like, what? Well, what if I, I mean, it was during summer. Like, what right. if I go out on the lake with friends? Like, right. I wanna drink a few beers on the water. Like, and so, but what I what I realized, though, is giving up in the short term, what you what you want for actually what you want in the long term mm-hmm. is what really evolves you in life. And so, what what did that really hurt me, giving up those few beers on the lake day? Nothing. Nothing. I still enjoyed it, I still had a blast, I still had fun. And guess what? I was able to get up and work out the next day because I didn't feel groggy
2: and yeah. all over, et cetera, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I'll throw back uh, real quick. You said that there was, there's not that external pressure. There still is, but your mindset makes it obsolete. That there's still the social pressure of, hey, everyone's drinking right now, don't you? But your mindset has evolved to the point that you don't even perceive that uh, social pressure. You're like, no, I'm, I'm focused on my goal and not gonna let all this distract me from it. Yeah, a thousand
0: percent. It probably does exist, but it doesn't exist in my world. Right. I don't allow it into my my world. Exactly. Cool. All
1: right, drink a gallon of water per day. (laughs) This gets tricky. Yeah. Finish your water before seven.
0: That's right. I, I've had those nights too. I know where she's going with this. Yeah,
1: you don't want to be nine o'clock looking at your jug.
0: Man, I still got a half gallon to drink today. Uh oh.
1: Yeah. So that's that would be my advice. Finish by seven. Uh, be close to a bathroom. Yeah. Road trips. I've done road trips on seventy-five hard. Yep. Ooh. Just think about that
2: before. <laughs> plan ahead. Plan yeah. ahead.
1: Plan your stops. You can get around it. It's possible.
2: For sure. What what would you say are the benefits of drinking so much water? Well, I mean, just Google it. If
0: I drink a gallon of water a day, what are the health benefits? It's, I mean, the list goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. So it, it flushes toxins. It keeps you hydrated. I could go on. I mean, I'm not a... Um, I'm not a doctor. No, but, no, no, yeah. I mean, I've done there's so many benefits. You cannot drink too much water. Your body
2: won't allow Your it. Your entire to. body will thank you. You'll yes. get be faster mentally, physically, uh, energy like sleep-wise.
1: Sometimes I still find I'm thirsty after a gallon. Yeah,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I so this was the easiest part for me. I've always drank a lot of water. Um I'm I'm just naturally, I don't know, my body just craves it. And so like I Honestly, I don't even track it because I got a half gallon jug mm-hmm. and I'd fill it up three, four times a day. Like yeah. it's just normal Jeez. for me. So that was the easiest part for me.
1: <laughs> nope. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. This one was tricky because I don't really read nonfiction books. Um, but again, if you don't, it's very doable. It's 10 pages. Mm-hmm. And the things I've learned from some of these books have been re- really, really wonderful. So I am really happy about this one because, again, I did not read nonfiction books before and this.
0: And this, those of you listening that are thinking about doing this program, um, this is not audible. This is not podcast. doesn't count. You have to physically have the book, and you have to devote the time to read 10 pages every day. Mm-hmm. And so, like Julie said, most people are like, well, I don't read books. If you did... What, what would you, How would your life benefit from it if you read a book that is something that it can be? So 75 Hard has a book now. I've read that book twice. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, I've read business books, health books, fitness books, whatever whatever area of life I'm focusing on, there's mm-hmm. books out there for it, and it'll help you move the needle Just forward. a
1: self-improvement type right. of book. Mm-hmm. So, again, that can be kind of um, – you can kind of tailor that to whatever – you're interested in at the time as long as it's a self-improvement book.
0: Yeah. So Colin, I hope you had it on the big camera here because Julie just moved her feet and you just got this on her sandals. <laughs> so she's wearing she's wearing her you house can slip see her in her now, yeah. slippers, her work
1: slippers. My office slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You
0: gotta, you gotta All right. There's one more there's there's uh is there any more? Yeah yep. there's one more.
1: Take a progress picture every day. This a lot of people have failed because of this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um this I have gotten to I've had to get out of bed at night when Same. I was ready for bed and I'm uh-huh. like, oh my God, I didn't take my picture. I've had to do
0: that. I've had to finish my water and I've had to read my book after I've already been in bed, like <laughs> getting ready to fall asleep. And I'm like, uh-oh, yep. ouch.
1: That's why the app is so important. Yes, right. Whenever you're done for the day, look at your app.
0: Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, what Matt, what would you say about people who, um, like let's say they're on day 30 and they skip their picture. Um, something that we haven't touched on is if you miss a single day on this, you start from the beginning. You don't just pick up where you left off or, oh, I didn't get to check that day off, so now I'm on day 30 again. Um, why is it so, well, why does Andy with this program, something as tiny as not taking a picture for one day have to make you start from the beginning?
0: So how many people in life make excuses for themselves and procrastinate and say, well, I can do that tomorrow. Oops, I forgot that, I can do it tomorrow. We as human beings do that every day. This is a mental toughness challenge to get you out of that habit. What will the progress picture do for you? Absolutely nothing, nothing. Like it's good to look back on the before and after pictures, but the progress picture is just a minuscule task that doesn't matter just to force yourself, I have to do this every day consistently for 75 Mm -hmm. days. That's it. Because how many times have you done anything for 75 days straight that you didn't want to do or wasn't out of your normal routine? (laughs) Yeah. Most people will say never. Mm -hmm. That's why you're not progressing in life as much as you could be. I You're think, not living your true potential.
1: Yeah, it's also that that's so small and minute. Yep. Yeah. That if you start in like in your life, if you start seeing little tiny tasks as not important, then those right. snowball. snowball.
0: So there's two parts to that. It's little the little things in life matter, and also consistency matters. Mm-hmm. So it's not just oh if I skip day 30, oh what's well, all right? It was just a progress picture. Nope. You got to start over from day one mm-hmm. because guess what? You committed to doing this every single day for 75 days straight. If you miss a day, you failed. Mm-hmm. Period. No excuses, you failed. And so it teaches you so many things about life. We talk about it on this show all the time about consistency. It's a small, consistent effort over a period of time, helps you win in life. Mm-hmm. And this sets you up for that consistency. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's recap really quick. So it's a 75 day program. It is not a fucking fitness program. <laughs> so I have fitness people who are like, oh, it's stupid, your body needs to rest, your body needs this, it's not a fitness program. You're not getting ready for a fucking bodybuilding show. You're transforming your brain, which is way more important. Um, so on the days that your body is saying, hey, I, I'm, I'm really, really sore, go on a walk.
1: I've done two light walks yes. before in mm-hmm. one day.
0: 100%, listen to your body. Yeah, But you still have to be active, you still have to do the work. workout. Right. Um, Second. So it's 75 days. It's mental toughness. There are two 45 minute workouts every single day. Yes. On Sundays. Yes. On the weekends. 75 days straight. No days off. One of those workouts has to be outside. Yes. Be- if
1: you're out of town. Yes.
0: <laughs> yep. Traveling. No matter. hundred percent. doesn't matter. No excuses. Um, you have to follow a diet. You pick your diet. And so again, it's scalable. You pick your diet and you follow it. Zero cheat meals. If you're, so as an example, I choose to do macros. Um, and so I could, I could manipulate the macros and cheat. And I could go have a piece of cheesecake because I ate a smaller lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a cheat meal. That does not count on this program because of the diet I set for myself, mm-hmm. right? And so you follow whatever diet you set, but again, it's according to your goals and to what you want. And so you pick your own goals, you pick your own diet and you follow it. Wow. There's people that have said no soda. There's people who have said no fast food. Like you pick your diet. Mm-hmm. That's completely up to you. But then stick to it. Yep, 100%. Um, no alcohol. Um, Drink a gallon of water per day, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, and then take a progress picture every single day. And all those have to be done every single day
2: for 75 days. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds intense. Uh, So uh, next question, why would anyone do this?
1: That could be a whole podcast itself. (laughs) Go ahead um the reason i did it was one i negotiated with myself way too much mm. and not just about working out but everything i was like no i can't do that i can't do
0: that mm. i'm not I None, nobody that. else can relate to that
1: <laughs> yeah right um so that was a big thing for me um i would say i know it's not a fitness program but fitness was very important to me yep. um so i thought that would be a benefit um
0: well, just think about it on that note though. Like, so you didn't, you didn't. fitness was a benefit of doing it. Same for me. Yeah. I was out of shape, I was unhappy. I was, I, I, so it, I fitness had a big effect on it. Yeah. But ultimately what, I, why I just stress it's not a fitness program because I have the freaking Karens of the world out there saying, well, you can do this and it's way better for your fitness. Right. This is not fitness first. This yes. is mental toughness first. And because you're working on your brain,
2: you're doing these things consistently, you will be in better physical shape. Yeah. Uh, you can have the best fitness program in the world and it doesn't matter if you don't do it consistently. Right. So getting right. your mindset first will change your life completely. Yep. Yeah.
1: So that was my big thing. I talk myself out of everything. Um, I can be a bit lazy sometimes. So this was just something um, like Matt talked about. Um, it was for my mind. I really needed to like get my mind right. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was I knew I was negotiating with myself, but I couldn't stop it. That's right. Like, no, I want to sleep in, or, oh, just mm-hmm. let me have this, or I'll just drink tonight. It was just so many things, just negotiating constantly. I was annoyed with myself. So I was like, I'm Join just. the club. <laughs> Matt, can, Matt can't relate to that. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was a big thing is just um, kind of, needing to be consistent and Mm -hmm. um, stop talking myself out of doing things I know I can do.
0: Yeah, and so I think the awareness there is why Julie did so well in the program, is there's so many people that aren't aware of that, right? They're not aware of the stuff that they talk themselves out of. And I think you probably are way more aware now than you used to be because of this program. So
1: much more aware. I mean, I can spot it. (laughs) Before I even say it in my head, I'm like, I know what you're about to say, Julie. About to talk yourself out of this, stop it.
0: Hundred percent, and I
1: do. I've gotten a lot better,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot better.
0: And so, I, I mean, if you're listening out there, like just think about it. It can be something as simple as having the dessert at dinner, having a um, drinking uh, extra glass of wine, or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you do. It could be as simple as you know what I hit the snooze button on my alarm. Mm-hmm. I know I needed to get up. That's why I set you set your alarm because you know you need to wake up. That's a good example, right? right? But how many of us use the snooze button on our alarm? Mm-hmm. Why do we do that? because our mind is fucking powerful and we talk ourselves out of what we committed to do the day before mm. or that day. Like we talk ourselves out of way more stuff than we talk ourselves into. Yeah. And so this program, that's why it's mental toughness, is if you really wanna progress in life, mm-hmm. you have to use those, you have to be aware of those things first. Right. And I think this program makes you way aware of all of those things, and awareness is never a bad thing. You can't fix it if you're not aware of it.
2: Right, mm-hmm. 100%. So that explains a lot of kind of the, the reason why you you jumped into this program. Um, Matt, what what was your inspiration for starting this?
0: So um, Andy Purcell is a mentor of mine. I mentioned that before. And so if you guys aren't following him, like I have no ties with the guy whatsoever. I actually pay him money to be part of his entrepreneurship group. Um, I don't get, I'm not getting paid to promote this program. This is a free fucking program, guys. Like there's nothing involved with it other than it really has helped transform my life. I know Julie's had good results. I know Colin had good results. He completed the program. And there's so many other people It's just started a snowball of positive momentum and so many people in my world i'm just trying to help more people and this program was really the jump start for it but why did i start the program so i followed andy for a long long time mm-hmm. and i listened to mfco project you know it was a real af podcast um, i went to his very first entrepreneur speaking event took uh, ryan from our team to it in st louis and i've just really followed him and admired what he's done in business and how he gives back and like he does his podcast for free he doesn't run ads on it he started this program for free he's just he's my kind of guy Mm -hmm. um and it's he's inspired and motivated me and helped me progress so many ways in life and he talked about this program and i talked myself out of doing this for eight months i talked myself out of i knew i needed to do it and i even yes at least eight Hmm. months and I remember having conversations with myself, with Amanda, with Ryan, cause Ryan follows Andy too. And I'm like, I really want to do this 75 hard, but what if I just do it half-assed? What if I just do three, these three things? <laughs> so those people that I say don't be that guy, I was that guy. Yeah. And thankfully, I have people like Ryan in my life that said, no, dude, if you're going to do it, do it all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how the program is designed. Like, you don't try this program. All or nothing? Do it. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're on to something there. Right, right. <laughs> all or nothing. Yeah. So it was, it, I really taught myself out of it. And it was because, well, you can make any excuse, but some excuses I said is, well, what if I want to have a beer with fr- my friends on the weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you're going to tell me I can't have a beer? Like, it was just, it, it, like, just my bitch voice was just telling me things that were making excuses that I didn't want to level up in life. And then mm-hmm. I, I don't remember, I wish I remembered what made me just decide, but there was something that happened in my life. It, it was just, you know what? It's time to grow. It's time to evolve. It's time to be better. Um, and so I made a public declaration on I'm starting in 75 heart. Mm-hmm. The power of public declaration is real. If I would not have done that, we'd probably not be sitting here on this podcast right now. My business wouldn't be where it would be. My health wouldn't be. There would be so many things that wouldn't have happened because I would not have declared that. And I would have talked myself out of it. Oh, well, you can just do it half-ass, right? But I declared to everybody I was going to do it. And there's a there's a lot of lessons here, but we as people let ourselves down every single day. Mm-hmm. Like I talk about this with the team yesterday um, in one of our meetings is that every everybody lets themselves down on a daily basis. You're, it's easy to negotiate with yourself. But if I declare to the team, if I declare to a group publicly, I'm going to do ABC, I'm way more likely to do that, right? And so the power of public declaration is real. And so I knew that. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know if I can complete this, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Mm-hmm. And... Julie and I have this in common, we're both very competitive people. (laughs) And so Colin asked when we started, well, you guys both failed, right? Let's talk about that. And Julie and I both got offended, no, we didn't fail. (laughs) Because we're so competitive that we're not gonna let our, once Mm -hmm. we declare and other people, people, like if we would not have told other people, we probably could have and nobody would have known. But we're not gonna let other people know that we failed something. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna hold ourselves accountable and make sure that we do that and accomplish it.
1: And kind of a note on that too, I don't know if you remember Matt, but I think you and Amanda had come over to our house and you're like why aren't you drinking and i was like oh i'm doing 75 hard <laughs> i was so scared to announce it yep. because i was uh-huh. so scared that i would fail yeah. i think that was like day nine yep. i had not told anybody but josh uh. and then of course matt's going to be the one to find out <laughs> and I'm like, yeah i'm doing it and you were like oh good job i was so proud of
2: you yeah.
1: And I was like, but okay, like, I at, know it's
2: out there now. I now I gotta exa- commit. And I'm like, okay, at
1: this point, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll start putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Public deca- declaration is a real thing. Um, and that was, yeah, that was me just assuming I would fail. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. tell anybody, yeah. right?
2: Isn't that interesting? Before you even started, you're like, there's no way I'm going to complete this.
1: Yes. That says so
2: much about your mindset. I saw it to
1: my, I'm like, Julie, you are nuts. You can't do yeah. this. What are you doing? So let's talk about that. Let's yeah. break
0: that down for a second. That's such a good point. So the before you did it the first time, mm-hmm. how long did you want to do it before you decided to do it?
1: I don't know, but it was a long time.
0: Yeah, same here. Now, the second time you decided to want to do it, did, so the first time you were, you were saying, There's no way I can do it. I yeah. talked myself mm-hmm. out of it. Even when you started, you were like, I'm not going to tell anybody right. because I don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Second time, you're in the middle of the second time right now. Mm-hmm. Do you had, did you have any doubts that you would no. complete it? Wow.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's the right answer, but no. No, no
0: that's, yeah. But did you guys hear there was zero hesitation? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that does not sell you on this program, again, we don't get fucking anything from this yes. <laughs> If that doesn't sell you on this program, like she talked herself out of it, doubted herself, didn't tell anybody because she couldn't complete it. After she completed it one time, she committed to doing it a second time and she had zero doubts that she was gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like day
1: 51 right
0: now, Yeah, Mindset is everything
2: in this program will fix your mind. Man, now that, that was crazy powerful. <laughs> like the, the fact that you were so convinced I will not do this um, and ashamed of that to the point that you're like, I'm not telling anybody yeah. because there's no way that I can. And I don't want to be humiliated when I fail. Right. And now it's completely. And I would say I felt the exact same way. It's like, this is super scary. There's no way that I can do something like this. And now that you finish it, you're like, well, no, yeah, I can absolutely do that. And not only that, anything else, any other challenge that comes your way. You're gonna be your mindset has changed completely. On no, I can do that because I've done 75 hard. I can do. Yeah, it translates
1: into every other portion of your life, Mm -hmm. with your family, with your work, um, relationships, everything.
0: Yeah, so that um, I'm probably off script here. Colin's gonna yell at me after the show, but that that brings up so many memories. Is that so? People think, well, again, this that's why it's not a fitness program because it translates to everything else in your life. So I remember the first time I was doing 75 hard and i felt guilty i was on i don't know day 50 60 somewhere around there and so it had been 2 months of me focusing on me and so i remember talking to amanda uh, my wife and i i was like i i just feel i need to apologize to you mm-hmm. and the conversation was i feel like i so i've been waking up early i've not been helping get the kids ready for school mm-hmm. like as soon as you get home i'm out doing my outdoor workout Like and then I got to read my book. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not as present as I want to be, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm working on this, and so I I need to apologize and also thank you for allowing me to do that to work on myself. Um, And she like wouldn't let me. That's what I wanted to say. As Mm -hmm. soon as I started apologizing, she interrupted me and she said, "Stop. You are the best husband that you've ever been. You are the best father to our kid you've ever been because of this program. So you need to you need to finish this shit because I was in like day 50s are tough Mm -hmm. and like I was gonna." In a way, maybe potentially use that as an excuse to stop. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know that for a fact, but like I was just feeding my mind stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And like for you to have, for me to have Amanda say no, stop. You started this for a reason, and don't apologize for for our relationship or for your for the kids' relationship because you are sticking to this. Number one, they're watching. Number two, is you are better in these areas than you have ever been because of this program, hmm. even with the time constraints and the other things. And so that right there speaks so much power like literally i got goosebumps like i takes me back to that memory because Mm -hmm. this is so much more than a physical challenge this will help you transform your life forever and you owe it to yourself if you want to level up in life if you want to have a better life for your family you want to be a better husband wife you want to be a better father or mother you want to just be better in life this program is it's the secret
1: yeah, I think that's a really good point, too, you made, though, um, with your kids. Your kids are watching you. Also, I know you've done this. I have done this, too. Get your kids involved. I mm-hmm. mean, I know Rowan likes to work out a little bit with me yep. as much as he can. I know um, your girls go on walks with you. Yep. Um, it can be, like, a fun family thing. Get them involved.
0: Yep. Well, Sometimes we'll do our workout, like – Instead of me going, to, I have a gym in my basement. Instead of going to my gym, I'll stay in the living room and do my workout because they want to do it with me. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. And so they'll be on my back to do push-ups or they'll hold my feet while I do sit-ups or whatever. Yeah. Or they'll do like air squats with me, whatever. And it's it's uh, it's to get them involved. Wow. And like, they will come to me and say, hey, daddy, is it time to work out yet? Like, you know, like it's, it's uh, it's, that's cool to get your kids involved. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit on that a little bit later on an epiphany that I had on the, after the second time
2: I completed 75,
0: 75 hard that... Um, that ties into that really well, but we'll save mm-hmm. that for later.
2: Absolutely. So the next question was, uh, what step did you struggle with the most? Mm. And this would be the first time that you uh, went through it in general. And there's multiple versions of 75 hard, but let's just start with the, the first one. Let me clarify. There There is one 75 hard. True. There yes. are
0: not multiple versions. <laughs> so if, you're, if you're soft, your list, of 75 yes. easy? No. <laughs> so... Fine. Don't get
1: Matt started on 75 <laughs> easy. It's, this is my
0: podcast, so I'm just fucking yeah, say it. Yeah. It was going to happen anyway. Is 75 hard is 75 fucking hard. It's supposed to be hard. <laughs> if you're out there doing 75 medium or 75 soft or you're going to try this program, don't even fucking do it. And if you if this offends you, go listen to somebody else. But if you truly want to transform and level up your life and see some of the results Colin, myself, and Julie have had, you have to do this program exactly as it's written. It will transform and change your life, but you have to do it. And yes, it's fucking hard, but it's supposed to be.
2: Okay. I can That's breathe right. now. Sean, make a note. That was good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, okay. So in the midst of all that, of, of uh, trying to overcome 75 hard for the first time, what did you guys each find was the most difficult out of those steps?
1: I think it... It varies I don't think it's the same every day every day um I don't think there's one thing that stood out to me that was harder I think it's so let's start before you day. started
0: 75 hard what was your biggest thing like oh no alcohol same
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. um yeah and second to that is so the second time I did 75 hard was in the middle of freaking winter and we live in Missouri <laughs> and so the outdoor workouts and in- hmm so there's two parts there that I'm going to break down. Um, I want to talk about working out outside and then the cold showers. Yeah. So outside is – I said that so I don't forget. But the – so the outside workouts, there were times where – so to Julie's point, like, don't forget to drink your water. Don't forget to um, read your book or take your progress picture. Or I mean, if you don't, you fail. And so there were times where literally I was laying in bed. I remember one time I was laying in bed. It was like 1130 at night. <laughs> and i'm like holy shit i did not do my outdoor workout oh my Ooh. gosh so i got my ass out of bed
1: At put clothes on
0: what it month was, was freezing it? fucking cold <laughs> i don't know it was below, way below freezing oh my god in the middle of the night did my outdoor workout like the neighbor had probably thought that i was
2: robbing <laughs> some people. guy doing push-ups yeah. on my lawn.
0: Oh, that's funny. We need to cut that out for Colin. (laughs) Um, So it's, but the point is, is that it's, I've, I've, because of the program, I've trained my brain Mm -hmm. to whenever I remember talking to Colin, we, I think I was in 75 or maybe you were, regardless, our conversation was something to the effect of, I'm like, man, it's going to rain tonight. And I was like, excited. And you looked at me weird. And I'm like, no, I get to do my outdoor workout in the rain tonight. Like because I wanted the challenge, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be hard because I realized that if you do hard shit in life, it helps you progress and evolve. And I've trained my brain to look forward to the hard stuff, um, with the exception of I can't train my brain enough to look forward to the cold showers. <laughs> um, I still do them, but I, I remember the very first time I did the cold shower. It was so it's in a phase one thing, so I'm jumping around here. But in phase one, part of what you do is a five minute cold shower every day for mm-hmm. thirty days straight, and so. Um, we'll break down what that is in a second, um, but the cold showers and Colin, again, this was you and I having a conversation yep. um, is I was complaining and whining that I was still <laughs> shivering in the office for my cold shower. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and you're like, wow, how did you push through? And, and like, literally I, I said it out loud to myself. Mm-hmm. I said it a couple times internally, but I said, I said remember why you're doing this you are doing this because nobody else is willing to do this i remember this i said it said it two times to myself and it wasn't working so yeah. i just started saying it out loud <laughs> right i said you are. D- i'm sitting here shivering my like i look down my toes are purple <laughs> like i'm like what w- no this is stupid like i was ready to throw it and say no this is stupid right um but i started saying that i'm doing this because nobody else is willing to do this <laughs> and like that helped me push through and i mean phase three now um cold showers again. Mm-hmm. And so I still say that phrase. So um, you, it allows you, again, it's mental toughness. And mm-hmm. so it, it helps you look forward to the challenges in life mm-hmm. instead of run run into the challenges instead of away from them.
2: Mm-hmm. And this program will help you do that. yeah so what was the question again (laughs) (laughs) what did you struggle with the most and you said it was cold showers uh in this case and the fact i remember this conversation because you said you almost quit um because he had already finished 75 hard at that point there there's four phases to 75 hard the 75 hard phase one phase two and phase three and then it repeats and phase one introduces five minutes of cold showers it's just like upping the level of hey, here's new challenges, can you overcome this? And I remember you said that you were about two minutes into it and you were like, I'm done, I'm, I forget this, I'm finished. But what would you say, like the mindset of someone who goes through the, um, those kind of challenges and overcomes them, the difference between the version of you that completes uh, phase one and the version of you that said that's too hard what uh, what difference is that going to have on your life what impact because you've done something so difficult when something comes your way how are you going to respond to it are you going to respond to it like the cold shower or you say no i'm done this is too hard or are you going to overcome yeah 100 percent. and so it's like
0: the there are life is hard right and so there's too many people that take the easy route <laughs> what 75 hard taught me is in some cases it's best to take the hard route <laughs> and so if you take the hard route in life like so I heard this analogy the other day and I think it was Andy actually in a podcast I was listening to he's like so I look back three years ago in my life and I thought I was a great leader he said but I look at three years ago I thought I was the best leader on the planet <laughs> like my business was good I was running a good company I was doing this and he said but I look back three years ago today like I was shit like I was a terrible leader. I've learned this. I've learned this. I've learned this. Mm-hmm. And I'm every year that I progress, I do the same exact thing, because I continue to evolve and grow. Mm-hmm. And I think if you really dig deep enough on how you evolve and grow on that level, like when he said that, it resonated with me. Is that I'm getting better every single day because I'm focusing on getting better. Um, I'm nowhere near perfect or where I'm going to be, but mm-hmm. I know I'm better than I was yesterday, and I'm know I'm better than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm working on these things. I'm not afraid of doing hard shit. And so if you really dig deep enough to the root of, you wanna grow in life, you wanna evolve, do you run towards hardship or run away from it? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like, I'm not afraid of doing hard things in life. Like, you give me a challenge, okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. Like, it's because I I have the confidence in myself because I've done these things and I've proved to myself that anything is possible.
2: I wanna to touch a little bit on um, the impact that 75 Howard has had around uh, each of your uh, friends and family, um, because kind of like you were mentioning earlier, um, it's easy to look just first at, I'm doing this for me, this is only for me. But um, I know at least in my experience, a lot of people were looking to me as a, an example of, I want to do that. I want to be able to commit to something, um, overcome that voice of excuses. Um, I want to be like you because that's what my uh, soul is yearning for, is to be able to overcome the amount of excuses that I'm uh, piling on a regular basis. So what, uh, I'm curious, what, what were some of the biggest, Julia let's start with you, um, changes that you had in your personal life of people that were seeing you do 75 hard?
1: Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of people contacting me, asking me, how did you do it? I saw your results, yada, yada um
0: let me interrupt really quickly so they saw your results they saw your physical results Mm yeah yeah if you had to weigh physical results on one side of the scale and mental results on the other side of the scale is there any comparison
1: um i mean the physical is kind of something i expected the mental was kind of a very happy surprise i guess you could say i know i've kind of this program is is meant for that, but I was still surprised at the mental results yeah. that 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 took on, and that and that's something people don't obviously see as much mm-hmm. as your physical that's results. That's what I was getting at.
0: Yeah, is yeah. they see your physical results, and it's hard to
1: explain maybe a little yeah. bit too. You just have to do it to know. But I
0: I I've known you for a long time, and we work together, and I've seen like your physical results were amazing. But your mental results, I've seen the progression of that tenfold over your physical Mm -hmm. results.
2: If we could post a picture of the physical results before and after, I think. The mental results. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the the mental results, the the before and after, um, I think that a lot of people would be blown away. There's no comparison. You can't. So the the best you can do is here's a photo and this (laughs) represents what's going on up here. So if you
0: want an example of that, look at my life two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. and look at it today. Yeah. What's the difference? 75 hard. <laughs> like, for real. Like, yeah. and that's not to say to be, I say that humbly, but like, if you want to see the mental results, just look around my life. Yeah. That's, that's the example. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the proof. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I interrupted you.
1: Oh, no, no, no worries. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So at the end of the first time I did 75 hard, I mean, I was excited. Mm-hmm. I was ready to do it again. Yeah. So I kind of <laughs> set a date of when I was going to start it just to give myself some time. Um, and then I had asked a couple of friends if they want to do it with me and now they're doing it with me too.
2: Yeah. Wow. The, the fact that you're like, no, I wanted to do something so ridiculous again, <laughs> says a lot about yeah, that I was excited for shit. it. What, um, going back to the, uh, like the people around you reaching out and saying, yeah. you know, what, how did you do this? How did you overcome that? Um, talk a little bit more about that and uh, just the impact that it had on the people around you. Um... I don't really understand the question. No. <laughs> okay. You know, never mind, I will, we'll move on. It's all of us But I mean, I guess Pass. It, it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it did have a big enough impact, though, the fact that now your friends reached out and they're wanting to do it, it as did, well. It did, so, I had a lot of fun. What, what impact did yeah, you have? Yeah, Rowan, he
1: was really, really cute about it. Um, he kept asking, what day are you on? Um, And then when I told him I was gonna do it again, he was looking forward to it, always asking me, are you doing your outside workout? Can Mm -hmm. I come work out with you? Um, He doesn't really understand like the no alcohol drinking or or, like all that, but like- Mommy
0: doesn't get her (laughs) special juice anymore. (laughs)
1: Exactly. But he's really excited for me. And I talked to him about it, too. I talked to him about setting goals and making commitments. Um, he's eight. So, I mean, he can understand a lot of that Absolutely. Stuff. He understands than yeah. he Yeah. And so, I kind of have talked to him, too, about, um, you know, do you want to make some commitments, too? And it, it's a fun thing to get your kids involved. and and him seeing me now doing it for the second time
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um is really exciting because i think it's not just changing your
2: life it's changing your whole family
0: and friends and everyone around you so there's two parts there number one rowan knows way more than you realize and kids kids and everybody in life um but kids especially they don't listen to what you say they listen to what you do Mm -hmm. and to see you pushing through and going through that and doing all that has impacted him more than you ever realized, just so you know. Um, So kudos to you. But the fact that he also wants to be involved and checks in and stuff, like Addy did that with me as well. Um, And so um, I'm going to tell my story of that in just a second. Mm But um, I want to talk about the snowball effect that 75 Hard has had in my life and in others' lives. How many people on the team now? Have done yeah. seventy-five
2: parts.
1: It's almost an. I think you said that. It's almost like an initiation thing. If you want to be on the team, you have <laughs> to do seventy-five hours. So hard. many
2: people on the yeah. team. A have lot done of people it, are, and do, everyone, are doing it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sean, you guys can't see him, and as, even if, especially if you're listening, he's off camera taking notes right now. He's on. What are you on? Day forty. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You were a, a little
0: off, a little <laughs> off,
2: but, but he's crushing it. Like yeah. and uh, yeah, and, no, it's changed the mindset of our entire uh, office. And what has also happened? So I. The office started
0: catching the bug, if you will, of 75 Hard mm-hmm. about a year ago. Like It kind of started, and this, yep. it keeps growing, which is awesome. Um, but as an example, for, so you want to see how 75 Hard affects your life. Our company doubled in size in the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have done that if we didn't have the right people that were putting the right things in place. And it's because they... Took control of their own life by doing this program, and now that doubling in size is going to allow them so many opportunities in their life and within this company because they they did the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, this sounds like I'm trying to sell 75 hard. <laughs> I, I, I don't get anything from it. You know what? You can pay me all the money that it takes to buy it because it's a free program. It yeah, doesn't cost yeah. anything. But it's it truly has changed so many lives that it's just so crucial that you, if you guys want to level up in life, which is. I know this is a real estate podcast, but without your mindset being right, real estate doesn't matter, right? And so this will truly help you level up in your life. And so the snowball effect has been we've had half of the team-ish yeah. complete the program. Mm-hmm. There's another snowball effect that a lot of the team probably doesn't know. But the the reason that I did 75 Hard twice is because other people did it once. Mm. I'm like, damn it. I gotta keep going. <laughs> Like I, 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 I the, the speed of the pack is up is or the the growth of the team depends determines, determines by the speed of the leader, right? And so, however you say that, I totally but, but You get the. We'll point, have right?
1: Colin do subtitles. Yeah, yeah, right?
0: uh, but the point the point being is that if. I have to continue to raise and elevate the potential. Mm-hmm. And so I I started it again um, the second time, completed it the second time, and then did phase one, phase two, and I'm, I'll finish phase three um, towards actually the beginning of next month, um, about halfway through that. And it's because people like Julie are like, I'm gonna do 75, 75 hard again. I'm like, damn it, you can't catch me, <laughs> right? And so uh-huh. it's it's because it's competitive, but it's also because uh, as the leader of an organization, a leader of people like, I have to continue to raise the bar. And so it forced me to want to be better for everybody Mm -hmm. else.
2: Well, and also, I mean, all of this started because one person, in this case you, jumped on the program and how that's impacted everybody on uh, so many different levels. So you say, all right, so if I could raise that bar again, what would that look like across, the ripple effect across the company if, more people start doing phase three. Yep. And then, then the program after 75 hard, whatever um, it is, if you continue to level up, your, um, your company, your, the people around you will only be able to grow as, um, as high as you do. 100%, yep. And so
0: let, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break down a couple things. Number one, why did I decide to do it a second time? It's because other people did it the first time, but also um, I was at a mastermind in Cabo. And there was people that are in our eXp network um, that kind of look up to us in business that have seen our growth and our our expansion of what we've done in the real estate space. And they also followed my journey on the 75 hard because I invited all of them to join me. Mm-hmm. Um, like nobody made it past week two the first time. Um, and I finished it because I, I commit. I don't make goals. I make commitments. And so I committed to doing the program. And I was very out of shape. I was very unhealthy. Um. And by the time I got done with 75 hard, I was still somewhat out of shape and still somewhat <laughs> unhealthy, but I was just that bad that it was, it was, it was time for a change. And so the tra- change was so drastic that they said, man, we really want to do this program. We saw what has happened to you. And, and again, they saw the physical stuff, but right. to the point with Julie's, they, they didn't understand mentally what had happened. Right. Um, and so they said, well, how about we start it, uh, We start it Monday when we get back from Cabo. And, like, I'm just sitting there drunk on a beach and taking tequila shots. And I'm like, I And you don't had know. to do
1: some counting. I remember Amanda told me this. You had to count 75 days because you were going back to Mexico, actually with me and Josh and yeah. some other people. Yep.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so it was like, I, I, don't, I don't know, guys. And they, they were so adamant and pushed me. They said, well, we want to do it. And you did it the first time. You got to do it with us. And so um, I'm like, all right, if you guys will actually commit to doing this, yeah. I will do it. So there was, like, 10 of us. they all committed to doing it guess how many of those finished one one and it was me nobody else finished nobody else made it past 30 days wow and and i love these people and i say this with love if you're listening out there but there's a reason you guys ask me what's the secret how have i grown so much you guys call me for advice for growing a real estate company and i'm happy to help any way i can but i can't do the work for you and it's because of doing this program and keeping my commitments to myself, to my team, to my family, is why my business continues to grow very, very rapidly. And so, um, that's the secret.
1: There you have it. That's the secret.
2: That's it. That's, man, I'm getting too many goosebumps. this <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see, Matt, if you wouldn't mind breaking down uh, phase one, phase two, phase three a little bit and some of the benefits that you've seen uh, for each of those. And then we'll give some uh, tips for newbies that are. Yeah, um, let's, jump in. let's
0: save that for um, let's push that to the right a little bit. So okay. we, we
2: will break that down
0: before the end of the episode so you guys know. And we'll also link in the show notes. Um, we'll link in um, a link to 75hard.com and we'll find andy's podcast where he breaks down what 75 hard is from his own words um, so you know what to follow um so we'll link all that stuff in there so you guys can follow it if you have questions of course reach out to us we're happy to help um but there's tons of info on the program just make sure you hear it from andy um not from somebody that's doing the 75 soft um, so <laughs> yeah. anyway so i want to talk about the biggest takeaway so julie let me start with you let me ask you this question what was the biggest takeaway the biggest what has had the biggest impact on your life from 75 Hard? What is the one biggest lesson you've learned?
1: Um, I mean, I've said it before, but I'll say again, this is the the biggest thing is how much I negotiated with myself beforehand and how little I negotiate with myself now and how I recognize it and how I can change it. That's That really is the biggest thing.
0: So um, we talked about this a little bit um, in a little promo that we did for our private group for this before this podcast but you call that what bitch voice call it your bitch voice and, and mine
1: so, was loud <laughs> and now
0: now you don't listen to your bitch voice I, you have of your bitch voice
1: yeah I'm almost like f you yeah like no you're not gonna tell me i can't mm-hmm. work out this morning because i'm too tired no
0: thousand percent <laughs> and so it's so funny because when i asked you that earlier like i didn't know what yours was like i was generally curious but it, mine's the same thing is I call it a little different. I mean, so I I learned this from Andy. You have a bitch voice and a boss voice. Mm-hmm. And I used to let my bitch voice run my life, right? Most of us do, we just don't, we it's aren't easier. aware of it. That's right, it's the easy way. It's the easy way out, it's, oh, it's the, I'll hit the snooze button. Oh, I can work out tomorrow. Oh, yep. I'll make those calls tomorrow. Oh, I'll do that marketing piece tomorrow. Like, you have to act like there is no tomorrow, right? Um, anyway, that's um, a whole nother podcast. But boss voice versus bitch voice is that you have Bitch voice that is trying to talk you. You, our mind is very powerful, and we try to negotiate with ourselves on a daily basis, probably on an hourly basis, if not more. On, but what you have, what I learned through the program, I learned this through the first time, and it's I've evolved it ever since. Is I call it a pivot point, and so whenever my bitch voice starts talking, it can be I'm getting ready to work out, and I'm like, oh no. As soon as I have that doubt, you do it. instantly. I <laughs> jump my ass up and I do whatever it is that I'm trying to talk myself yep. out of. If you, no matter what, it could be, um, it could be hitting my snooze button. It could be I don't want to do my workout. It could be, oh, well, um, I'll just eat this junk when I'm off seventy-five hard, or I'll have this. I'll, I'll just go out and mm-hmm. drink. It's, I'll just have junk food. It's okay. No, like as soon as I do that, like. I'm still in control and sometimes I go through with it but I at least have the pivot point where I'm like instead of just doing it and let my bitch voice take over I'm like nope I'm now it's it's a trigger point literally like if you guys ever see me snap my fingers Mm -hmm. that's that's me like nope and you'll see me running to do something (laughs) like literally it sounds crazy it sounds stupid whatever but it works yeah like because it's that that process of Literally, my, my brain is snapping saying, nope, we're not going here, we're going here. Yeah. Because I'm trying to talk myself out of doing something that I know I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so anytime you try to talk yourself out of doing something, I challenge you, think about it, start writing them down. If you truly look at those things that you try to talk yourself out of doing, all of those you know you need to fucking do, mm-hmm. we just talk ourselves out of them. But if you write them down, you better get a lot of you paper. You
1: would be embarrassed. Yes. I know I
0: would be embarrassed. <laughs> but what's cool about this program, again, it's mental toughness, is that Julie and I, and I'm assuming Colin, because he did the program also, is that we are in control of that bitch voice now. Mm-hmm. We It didn't disappear, Mm-mm. but I own my bitch voice. But now you can hear That's it. That's right. Yeah. I, I, number one, I know that it's my bitch voice talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two is I'm still in control, and I can tell my bitch voice to shut up because I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Cool. So pivot points are huge. Um, I mean, here's an example. Julie hit on this earlier, but it's very important to note is this is not a 44 minute workout.
1: Yeah. It's not a
0: 43 minute workout. Uh-huh. It's 45 fucking minutes. There have been times <laughs> where I'm doing my outdoor workout, and it's it's a walk day. Yep. And I'm like, all right. I'm walking right by my house, and I must have walked a little faster that day. Yeah. I'm, at, I'm at 43 minutes. Yeah, I've, I'm forced with a decision: do I go into my house or do I keep walking and find another route for two more minutes? Yep. I'm going two more minutes every time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How many people would think, oh, that's not important? Right. And would just go in early. I'll round what, up. yes yeah. it's close enough. <laughs> what else? What else are you? What else are you giving into in your life mm-hmm. if you can't commit to doing these rules exactly? We all bend the rules to benefit ourselves, so we think. Mm -hmm. But most of the times when we bend the
2: rules, it does not benefit us in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think the the piece that you said about writing down, um, I think the vast majority of people know what they need to do to improve their life. If I say, what's 20 things in your life right now that you wish, or that you would like to improve? You go boom, 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 like I wanna do this better, I wanna do this better, this better, and I say, okay, so why don't you? And you say, (laughs) Well, yeah. this, this and this and this and that's that voice that you need to be able to overcome uh, because too many people Listen to it and say well. I can't uh, spend more time with my family because of this mm-hmm. and I can't do it because I don't have time. I don't have energy I don't have this and say instead. How could you have more time? How could you have more energy? How could you? Uh, make time for that um, Definitely change your life mm-hmm. all right do you want to uh, where do you want to go from here Do yeah, you want to talk uh, about phase so one or
0: yeah let's jump into so 75 hard we went over that um and again we'll link all this stuff in the show notes um so phase one is after you've completed 75 hard mm-hmm. you can start it day 76 if you want you can take a break if you want up to you but it's all the elements of 75 75 hard for 30 days add in eight critical powerless tasks which, if you don't know what the power list is, Andy does a great podcast on it. And we're we also it's also on our schedule. Yep, Because we got it is a, next week. It's another thing that has really impacted my life in a positive way. That again has been infectious through the company. Um, Colin has them taped on his wall, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yep, um, because it's it's a great way to be more productive. So um, it's eight critical power list tasks per day and five minute cold shower every day. Mm-hmm. In, in addition to the seventy five hard stuff. And so again, it's not. Oh, I'm going to, I did seven tasks list. I took a four minute shower. No, five minutes or longer, eight critical tasks or more. Like it's Mm -hmm. no excuses, still no cheat days, still to work, all of that stuff. Right. Um, And so you can do that at your discretion. Um, Day 76, you can take a week off, whatever you want to do. That's at your discretion. Phase two is a mandatory 30 day break. You have to take 30 days off. According to Andy, the reason behind this is because now you think you've built a habit let's truly test that habit let's remove the rules for 30 days and jump back in and see how much you actually got off track Mm -hmm. because we think oh well we mastered it no we we veer off track so much that it is a big wake-up call when you do phase two i promise you Um, phase two is actually probably the easiest version with the except it's easiest version on paper because it's 30 days of just everything from 75 hard but it's one of the hardest because again, mandatory 30 day break, you gotta jump back into all those things that are no longer mm-hmm. habits. Yeah. So um, phase two is 30 day, have to take a 30 day break. Um, it's a 30 day phase and it's everything the same as 75 hard. Um, phase three has, so it's, it's part of the live hard program is what Andy calls it, but phase three is the last 30 days of your anniversary of 75 hard. So day 30, has to be back-to-back with day one of when you started 75 hard exactly a year ago. Oh, wow. So you have to, again, take that break and plan it out, and it has to be your anniversary year. And so that's to wrap up your year-long program. So again, it's a 30-day program, everything the same with 75 hard. You also do a cold shower, Mm -hmm. you also do, so everything from phase one, everything from 75 hard, so you have a cold shower, eight critical powerless tasks, plus one random act of kindness per day, and you have to have a conversation with a stranger. Mm-hmm. This isn't, hey, how are you? And you walk by <laughs> like this is a conversation. Like get to know their name, get to know what they what their occupation is, what they want to do in life, like a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- that's that's the that's the program. Uh, oh, what's the ten minutes of visualization? Is that also? Oh good? yeah, I missed that. Yeah, um, that's so that yeah. So sorry, that's part of phase one, um, and. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's been that was huge for me yeah um, so 10 minutes of, vis- of dedicated visualization um, is a part of phase one. So if you go back, um, sorry I missed that on my notes here but um, 10 minutes of dedicated visualization and that is guys, I'm telling you that part right there has done had a huge impact on me that I still do it to this day. Um, so if you're anything like me that you have tons of thoughts running through your head etc um, and you can't ever shut your brain off, forcing yourself to sit down, no distractions. Like I do this with my eyes closed. Like it's not meditation, but it's like a form of it. Like Mm -hmm. it's, and you, what you have to do is see your life where you want it to go. And Andy describes it way better than I could. So I'll just steal his, like he described the color of the car that he was pulling up to the airport in, Mm. how the door opened the type of car that it, like it was a Lamborghini, mm-hmm. and what color the Lamborghini was and how the door opened. And he saw himself getting out of it in the, the private jet that he was pulling up to like the steps. And he visualized himself going in, what the jet looked like, he visualized where he was flying to and he was flying to his beach house or whatever was important to him in his life. Um, so that's just one example of like what you want to accomplish in life. But also I use it as where do I want my business to grow. How do, do I, I want mean? to help more people? What do I want to do today and how do I want the result to be? But it's not just, oh, I I want to do this and reading your goals from a sheet. No, close your eyes and actually see it and you feel like you're there. Guys, there's something in this world. I don't know what it is. But when you actually visualize it, you're way more likely to achieve it. Hmm. Way more likely. And so there have been, I'll give you an example. Um, There have been. There have been things in my life that I visualized that I thought wasn't possible. Like if I I didn't do this exercise necessarily, but I remember when I wanted to start a real estate team, I did this process of visualizing what I wanted to look like, what I didn't want, why I wanted it, and here we are. Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't have visualized it, went through that process, if you, if you visualize it, the world has a way of returning it to you, right? Like it's you, but too many people. Keep their head down and just like, hey, I just I gotta get through today and I'm gonna do the least I possibly can. Visualization is real. If you visualize what you want in your life and you actually know it, now you have you've told the universe this is what I want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But don't just tell them what you want. Actually build a process and think about what it looks like. Think about the details. Mm-hmm. What does that car smell like? What color is the leather of the seats? Like think in that intricate detail. And I'm telling
2: you. It takes your brain to a whole other level, and it makes it way more possible in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're telling yourself um, not, oh, wouldn't that be neat? You say, when I have this, mm-hmm. it's going to look like this. The car is going to smell like that. Like, you're you're saying the future is going to happen, not, wouldn't that be neat if that would happen? Um, And when you change your mindset on that of, oh, this is gonna happen, then everything moving up to that point, you're gonna make the changes necessary to make that happen sooner.
0: What do they call that as a movie on, like deja vu or something? (laughs) Like, like, no, think about it though. Like, what if everything you visualize in life actually came true? Mm -hmm. What does your life look like? Is it, is it something you want or is it what you have right now?
2: I mean, that's Because I'm moving forward and up in life. That's the whole root of this, of 75 Hard, is um, when you say, I want something, are you going to do what it takes to be able to make that happen? Um, do Because you, you're making promises to yourself all the time. And kind of like we were talking at the very beginning, those promises, you knew before you even made them that you weren't going to be able to yeah. follow through with them. But now that's changed. And you say, no, when I say I'm going to do something, it's not a goal. It's a commitment and I will have that. I will make that possible. So with your um, uh, visualization, yeah. you're saying, no, this isn't, that would be cool to have someday. It's like, no, that that's going to happen. Um, yeah. and a lot of people are going to be helped along the way. 100%. Um, Julie, before we wrap up here, do you have anything else you'd like to share?
1: Um, do we want to do tips for newbies? Yes, yeah, please. please. That would it. be helpful. Um,
0: Can I start with the first tip? Yes. Don't fucking try the program. Either do it or don't. Yeah don't if you're going to do this all win, or nothing All right? or nothing
1: <laughs> yeah don't half-ass it mm-hmm. and also don't doubt yourself i know that's easy to do but really try to not try believe in yourself if you do this you can do it
0: mm-hmm. you can do it yeah anybody can do it yeah right you just have to get your mind right and yep. so it'll it's not gonna be easy it's right. called 75 hard for a reason but it's important to note that most people's excuses that i hear it's because they don't think it's scalable but it is scalable Yeah. Yep. if you if you aren't Used to go into the gym. If you're 200 pounds overweight, if you are an alcoholic, like get just quit drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like you can do it. Yeah. Like you can you can go if you can't if you can't go run a marathon tomorrow, you don't. Ha- it doesn't say you have to. Run I've a marathon. not run
1: one single <laughs> bit on this thing. Yeah. I do not run. Um, and also, one thing I wanted to point out is um, you're not always going to be motivated to work out. You're not. I, whenever, I do, whenever I finish this, the first time, people were like, oh, how do you stay so motivated? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> a lot of mornings, I'm not motivated. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get up. A lot of afternoons, I want to just hang out. I don't want to do some of the things all the time. You're never going to always be motivated, but you made a commitment, be determined to Do what you set out to do.
0: Commitment whoops motivations ass every single time. Yeah, screw motivation. That's right. Motivation (laughs) is temporary. Commitment it is,
1: it is. Build a habit and just commit to what you committed to.
2: 100%. I got a couple uh, tips for for newbies as well. Um, I'd say, number one, download the 75 Heart app. It's $5. A lot of you are gonna go, "Eh, I don't need that. I want to spend $5 to change your life. And uh, it has a checklist for each one. And then uh, at the end of the day, you get to save that picture public declaration post that picture as a story to your facebook or whatever social media you use on a regular basis because you're going to publicly declare i am doing this and every single day people are going to look at day 19 day 20 day 22. if all of a sudden day 23 isn't there people are going to be like hey uh, where, where's day 23 i got texts like that They're <laughs> like, hey, where? i was like oh shoot i forgot to post it yep post that that will definitely make sure that it happens uh water jug just to make sure that um that you get that water drink you get yep. well, uh, you guys can't see it who are listening but get a half gallon water jug so you make sure that you uh, drink that water i used a, a water tracking app um, whatever works for you of course you did yeah <laughs> and it worked really well for me so find what works for you and uh last two things uh would be um, plan exercises that work for you. Uh, so like Julie said, she does not like running. Matt does not like running. If I'm running, you better run too. Someone's chasing me. <laughs> Same. So, so find workouts that work for you. And like you had mentioned, with including your family and friends um, in it, like with Rowan, um, I did a lot of tennis with my brothers. Um, so you, your life doesn't have to stop for this program. If anything, it can get better. So plan your life around, all right, so how could I do an exercise Um, with a friend, with a family, um, just so that your life isn't miserable. You can make this a wonderful thing. And last thing would be um, for your exercise side of things, Matt used the um, app called First Form. Um, Whatever you use, find a trainer, find something that will help you um, with the the health side of things. Because what you don't want to do is set yourself up for failure by saying, well, I'm going to, I'm only going to eat 200 calories a day and I'm going to do this. It's like, no day one it needs to be a sustainable think long term exactly are you if you're saying you want to eat this way when are you going to shop for that food what are you going to eat um how, how is that going to go out because otherwise you'll just starve and hurt yourself and you'll fail two starvation weeks. is not a diet no so no
0: um so yes you need to be in caloric deficit but you need to eat the right foods in the right order so why i love the first format it comes with i don't know their titles but they go to school for it and if you pay again it's like five dollars a month yep. i think it's less four dollars a month um you don't have to. They have a free version that's still great, but I pay for the full version. I have a actual personal trainer and a nutritionist and whatever else that are certified for all of this stuff that I can access all the time. And they give me exactly, I put in all my info, and they give me the, here's what macros we recommend based on your goals, yep. and I have a weekly check-in and he's like, hey, we need to adjust this, hey, get more protein, hey, less calories, let's add 10 minutes of cardio, whatever, Mm -hmm. that is helping me accomplish the goals that I want. And so, for $5 a month, it's worth it. Um, And I track all that in the app, they have, I think it's over 20 different exercise options now, based on the program that you want for your goals. They have beginner, intermediate, expert, they have they call them imam workouts. They have classic workouts, CrossFit. They have at-home workouts with with bands, without bands. They,
2: every option to eliminate any excuse. It's on that app, and so that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll link that in the, the notes. And that's First Form P H for form. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And they also have a nutrition tracking app too. So if you're like using something else to track your nutrition,
2: it's all in one app. And mm-hmm. so that's that's why I like it. Yeah. No. But again, work use what works for you, but set yourself up for success. Uh, any other uh, final tips that yeah, you guys want to throw in? I before end? Tell,
0: I'm probably going to butcher it, but I'm going to do my best. I want to tell a story um, of that really impacted my life from this program. And so after I completed 75 Hard the second time, I had a whole post typed up of what I was going to say. I was going to share my wins. I was going to share my struggles and just share the journey of the second time I completed it. Um, and before I, I was getting ready to hit send, or hit hit whatever, whatever button on the platform, whatever. <laughs> um, but I was getting ready to post it, right? And my daughter said, hey, Daddy, come over here and do something. I don't watch TV, whatever, a play game, whatever it was. Um, and so I just put my phone down and spent time with my daughter. And um, she asked what I was doing, and I told her, and she knew I was doing of hard. She had done some workouts with me, et cetera, similar to like Julie's story with her, with her son. Um, and so she said, well, why would you do it again? You already did it once. And so it gave me an opportunity to explain the benefits. And so get your kids involved. And I told her, I said, well, I had other people that saw my results, that saw what has happened in my life, and they wanted that for them. And so, remember, and so, again, I'm like, so this is me talking to Addie. Addie, remember how I tell you that Daddy doesn't really go to work? What does Daddy do? Well, you go to help people. Yeah, that's what I do every day. And so this was another opportunity for me to help people. And I know the only way to help people truly is to lead by example. And so they wanted, they said, hey, I really enjoyed watching your journey. We want to do this for our lives. And so I decided to do it to help them level up as well. And by a byproduct, it helps me. And she said, wow, how many of them finished? And I'm like, ooh, this kid's smart. (laughs) Um, And so because she's seen me struggle, right? I don't hide the struggle. Like, it's tough. And so um, I, I told her, well, how many do you think? She's like, I don't know. How many started? I said, about 10. And she said, half of them? I said, No. She's like, well, how many? All of them? No. I said, Daddy was the only one to finish it all the way to the end. She's like, wow. Well, what's different? And so it gave me an opportunity to just talk about commitments, talk about what's important in life, and when I like, and I use this as a lesson. Is I said, in this family, when we tell people, when we give people our word, we're going to do something. We follow through. <laughs> we make commitments. When I said I was going to do it, nothing's going to get in my way. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. That's what. That's how we operate in this family. I asked her why did she understand why i was doing 75 hard right and so that gave me that opportunity um and i talked about building confidence keeping commitments what we do in this family um and then i talked to her about mental health and mental toughness which is something that's really relevant in today's world Mm -hmm. um and it's very hard to have that conversation with kids sometimes so it gave me that opportunity right and so i told her i said well you can tell that um daddy's skinnier now right or whatever right and so she she's like yeah i see that i said but the really reason why i did it is for my mind it's because we need to always be working on our mind Mm -hmm. etc and so um we started we started talking about mental toughness um i talked to her about we keep promises to ourselves um it builds commitments and confidence Asked her what confidence she knew what confidence was and she did she had a better definition than me (laughs) um and so She asked me, she said, Well, why did I why did I work so hard to push through and finish the program when Mm -hmm. nobody else did? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you quit when everybody else did? And so, like, that's a great question. Like, just think about the so my point in this story is your kids are watching what you do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many lessons from this program that I could have just quit when everybody else did. Mm -hmm. I could have taken days off. Right. But what lesson am I teaching my daughter? whenever she
2: knows that I'm doing this program, yeah. right? Like, you wanna talk about commitment, like, that's that's huge. Well, that's a really valid excuse, too, that your daughter saw the commitment, or she said, well, the reason you did this was to help them, and so since no none of them are in it anymore, why on earth would you continue to push uh, through on this? And you said, well, because I committed. Uh, I, I'm gonna push through, and that speaks volumes, um, not just to her, but um, what you're gonna share, I think, in a little bit here on uh, how you, that changed the post. Part of the story, too. Is, it's
0: very important to note, after I committed to doing 75 hard, I forgot about this. I've committed to doing it, and as soon as we got back, I committed to Mexico, and we're going to do it the day I got back. As soon as we got back, guess what we had to do? We had to take out to the hospital.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: So we come back from vacation, come back from a, a business trip, a mastermind with our EXP network, and come back, and we have to take my 9-year-old. She um, she was 8 at the time, mm-hmm. uh, maybe 9, I don't know. Uh, but she we had to take her to the hospital. Um, she was having problems with her appendix and different things and so like i could have used that as an excuse to well i'll just push it back a couple of days mm-hmm. i actually talked to Addie in the hospital and said hey um the, the doctors are going to be in here you're going to be eating your mom's here your grandma's here like um remember 75 hard, like I had a conversation with her about the first time I did it. And we had a similar conversation the first time I said, um, and daddy told people that I would do this. So I'm going to go on a walk real quick and I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And instead of, because i I was open and explained that number one, I could use as an excuse. Right. But I opened and explained that to her. She was my biggest fan and supporter in doing that. Like the next day in the hospital, cause she stayed there for three days. Yeah. She's like, "Daddy, you done your workout yet? <laughs> right, like because she was supporting me in it because she understood the importance, and mm-hmm. so I think it's just very, very important. Like I, I was the idiot in street clothes in the hospital because we rushed to the hospital. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do my workout. Like, part of I walked to Subway <laughs> to get food because I didn't have food. Right, yeah. I had to. Like, it, it was it was a whole thing. But I could have made excuses or I can just. Fall through my comments, yep. right?
1: Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's important because life's going to happen in 75 days. It's not going to be mm-hmm. your daily routine. Your routine is switched up. You got kids sick. You mm-hmm. go out of town. Things yep. come up. I mean, that's the cool part about it, honestly, yeah. is that you get to face these challenges in new ways. Yeah.
2: Not if, but when life gets yeah, busy exactly. because it always does. Don't use busy as your excuse to um, say no to the things that matter most. Yeah. That's just when it percent. gets more exciting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, post that you uh, changed based off of that um, mm-hmm. uh, could uh, I'll link it uh, in the podcast. Is there anything that you wanted to mention on it um, uh, no, in particular? No, no. I, I think it, I think what, it, what you had said originally. You deleted it after the conversation with Addie yeah. right? Yeah. So
0: I think anything. Um, yeah. I think I, I have two or three posts that I've done. on We'll share them in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and it's just worth a read um, to just kind of see. We explained it in depth here, but there's some stuff that was like I did these posts directly after I completed, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was top of mind and there's different things that, that may be helpful for you guys. So yeah, we'll post them in the in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah, big episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guys, 75 Hard is not just a program. It can change your life. Mm-hmm. And so um,
2: thank you guys for listening. Julie, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Colin, thanks deep. as always. Absolutely. Um, and if any of you are uh, jumping on 75 Hard, share it in the group. We want to hear about it. Make that public declaration. And uh, best of luck. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, guys.
0: Thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you found any value here, which I know you did, if you want to level up in life, that's why you're here. Let's be honest. Um, it's the all or nothing mindset. The, that's why we call it this all or nothing is because of programs like this and things that I've experienced in my life. Just make sure to share, share this with a friend. Um, we are trying to do this. To, we are doing this to get back, yep. right? Um, and so just share this with a friend. If you find somebody that... You think that could benefit just share this episode share the podcast share the movement um and we're just trying to grow and help people mm-hmm. all right we'll see you guys next week for power list all right thanks guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of all or nothing in real estate if you found anything this valuable please share this with your friends all or nothing in real estate is a passion project of mine this business has done so much for me and my family and this is my way to give back i'm also a real estate coach with chep Black select coaching So if you are interested in having a coaching consultation with me, please check out the link below. All or Nothing in Real Estate is not just a podcast, it is a movement. It is a community of contribution that is single-handedly designed to help change the real estate community in a positive way. So make sure you're following us on all social, social platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube. Most importantly, make sure you've requested to join All or Nothing in Real Estate's private Facebook group. That is a private group that we keep in exclusive content And we do it in a private setting to make sure it remains a community of contribution. There's a lot of great in-depth content there for free. So please make sure you join that group as well. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you found this of value, please share this with your friends. It is my goal to give back and contribute to make this industry better for all of us. Thanks again.